Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, we have with us a uh, very, very fine candidate for the United States uh, uh, Congress in the 6th Congressional District in Illinois, which is part the city of Chicago and part a suburb of Chicago. And he's running in the Republican primary. Uh, and he's running, uh, and his primary opponent is um, Mayor Keith uh, Pekow, who is... Uh, who is the mayor of a city within that uh, jurisdiction, one city within that uh, um, jurisdiction. And uh, I'm going to have him explain why he decided to run and what's involved in in this race. And Scott has a background as a lawyer. He's an intellectual property lawyer. He's a mechanical engineer. He's been interested in politics for many years. You got interested really, uh, I guess, with – very, very beginning of uh, the Trump campaign. That's right. That's right. How did it happen? Well, thank you for having me on your show. Oh, Mayor. it's a pleasure. To ha- thank you for running. I mean, uh, you don't know, and he's finding it out, you don't know until you run how hard it is. That's right. And you don't know how, mu- how much guts it takes to keep doing it. So thank you. That's right. Well, it's, it's, it's truly an honor to be on your show and to be with you, and, and thank you for coming to town. Uh, so I'm running for the 6th Congressional District which is a, a district that's in the southwestern suburbs of Chicago. We're sitting in Oak Brook, Illinois, which is the, right in the middle of the district, and it extends into Chicago. Uh, and I tell you, I, I'm running because we're at a crossroads. You know, crime has come out into the city, or come out from the city into the suburbs. Uh, you showed me a chart before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminded me of Adams or Biblasio under this Pico guy. Uh, he comes in as mayor, and all of a sudden, every car in town gets stolen. <laughs> Are any cars well, it feels left? that way. It can sure we, feels that way. Can we take a trip and see if any cars left? <laughs> I mean, it, I, I could, in 10 minutes, I could tell him how to, how to stop it. That's right. Bernie, I mean, Bernie and I, I mean, I actually started that with Bratton. I think even before Bratton left, we had uh, uh, that down by about 30%. We, eventually, we reduced auto theft 80 or 90%. So it can be done by, an, can. by a competent person. That's right. Yeah, if you want to solve crime, it can be done. That's yeah. right. So now tell me a little about this Pico guy, because he fits right into my wheelhouse here, and that is uh, people who really should be part of another political party. But tell us about his background in terms of, uh, you know, First America, America First, MAGA, Trump, the whole thing. Right. And you asked why, you know, I was getting involved, and part of that is because I was inspired by the America First uh, platform and, and Donald Trump's, you know, to, to believe in America again and, and, and American excellence. Um, you know, my opponent, he's never Trumper. He, um, he won't tell you who he voted for, but, you know, I think we can, we can safely assume it wasn't Trump. If, if a member of the Republican Party can't tell you they voted for the Republican candidate, you can assume they didn't vote for the That's Republican right. candidate. That's exactly right. Which, okay. Uh, so, and, and he also doesn't tell you other things, too, right? I mean, he, He's kind of like Biden, you know, hasn't had a press conference in 101. He doesn't, he doesn't like te- <laughs> he doesn't tell you things, right? That's right. Like, like what's what's his position on the January 6th committee? Well, he will. T- uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. He, he thinks that the election was fair. He thinks Biden was fairly elected. Has he watched 200 mules or should we send him a copy of it? <laughs> we should send him a copy. All right. Excellent movie, by the way. Yeah. 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 And he won't he won't tell you. Uh, well, actually, he will tell you he he would not have objected to the election. He would have certified it. Um, and January 6th, you know, wasn't an insurrection. I say it was not an insurrection. He, no, no, wait, wait. He says it was an insurrection? He won't tell you. 
Oh, he won't say it wasn't, even though the FBI has twice put out reports that it was not pre-planned. That's right. So this was a spontaneous insurrection yes. without a weapon. That's right. The only, only weapon used was by a police officer who seems to have killed Ashley Babbitt for reasons that are um, suspicious would be very generous to him, to the That's police right. officer. I mean, how could that be an insurrection? I mean, it just stopped after four hours. It was a six, a four to six hour insurre insurrection where some people barged in. Other people were invited in. They did damage. They did bad things. They said bad things, but didn't shoot anybody. They didn't try to take over the government. One of them got shot and killed for what looks like no reason at all. And nothing else happened after it. That's right. So this was a one day insurrection. That's right, four hours. That has had no after effects or, gee, you know, if like if Lenin and, uh, you know, if Lenin and, uh, had tried this, they, he never would have taken over, one day, they could take over the Soviet Union one day. I mean, it's so absurd for him to say that. So basically he's, he's anti-Trump. Is he also the anti-America First movement, that, that kind of intellectual... He's, 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 you know, your, your classical rhino. You know, they, they, yeah, they want to. You have a lot of them. Uh, yeah, um, we Illinois have is of, full of them. The, the, you uh, know, it's, we it's, got, don't tell me, we got three congressmen, maybe four in New York, who, yeah. who voted for the January 6th illegitimate, uh, really, it's, uh, it's, right. a, it's a star chamber. It's right. not a, not well, ma not, made up of the same crooks. The people sitting on the committee are the same dishonest people who tried to frame Trump with Russian collusion, look at, I mean, Schiff? Right. And Schiff is not a liar? Ooh. <laughs> He's full of Schiff. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> no, but, you know, my, my opponent has two, two friends in Illinois, two friends in, in Congress in Illinois. Uh, one of them is, is uh, Ronnie Davis, who voted for the January 6th Commission. Uh, yeah, he also voted, voted for, for bankrupting us. Yeah, uh, of course. And, and putting us in recession, which is the big, you know, one point. Two trillion dollars after we spent five trillion, and it's uh, Putin is, but Putin's causing the inflation, not not Trump, not not uh, Biden spending more than the Second World War. It's that's right. It's Putin is causing inflation. That Putin boy, yeah. he's a, he is a bad guy. But. Yeah, yeah. So Rodney Davis, who you know Trump has endorsed uh, her her uh, his opponent uh, Mary Miller, mm -hmm. and and she's she's really doing a great job right now. Uh, and then his other his other big fan he's another big fan of Adam Kinzinger, and, you know, whoa! And you know we just got rid of Adam Kinzinger. We don't need to send another one that's back. The, Adam Kinzinger, that's the guy who cries a lot, right? <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, when the cameras are on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, men, men. I'm not. I'm not like. Uh, I mean, a lot of people think I'm macho and stuff. Uh, men can cry, but some of the stuff he cries about seems a little stupid. Right. And uh, also, his positions are terrible. Absolutely. Why I, I, you know what I don't understand? Why the Republican majority doesn't throw out Cheney and Kissinger? They should. They just throw them out of the, uh, out of the caucus. What the hell do we need them for? Kissinger is, is leaving. She's going to get defeated. And, and they just embarrass us. Yep. I mean, the, the January 6th committee is destroying constitutional rights. It, it, you know, they want to make a decision on attorney-client privilege with Benny Thompson. But he's not a lawyer. We might as well go to the barbershop and get the decision made. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll hold Scott behind when we take some calls. Maybe, maybe he wants to uh, contribute to some of the answers. This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be back with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we'll be going to chat with the mayor as soon as we get back.
Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and I have um, congressional candidate Scott Casper with me, who's the, who's a candidate in the 6th Congressional District, and he's the guy you should vote for. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are not in the 6th Congressional District. How about, Scott, what, how, do, how do they send you money? I mean, that uh, one way to make sure that we keep these quiz I call them quizlings also. Quizlings were the were the people who, you know, collaborated with the Nazis. And maybe I shouldn't do that because Nazi comparisons are not really right. So I'm, I'm going to take away the quizzling <laughs> thing. And I'm just going to call them disloyal, uh, too interested in what the Washington press thinks of them. And uh, they just don't... You see, what, when you are fighting an enemy that is uh, completely united, as the Democrats are, and they're united in crime, just, just, think, of the, just think of the Russian collusion. The FBI knew the day after they got the story it was untrue. I knew it was untrue the moment I heard it. Because I was with Trump for five months. If he had anything to do with Russians, I'd have known about it. He, he doesn't keep a lot of secrets. He talks a lot. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, he has phone calls in the open. The man is very transparent. Complete opposite of this guy. This guy hasn't had a press conference now in 101 days. Some, I, sometimes it sounds like he had 100 press conferences in a day. I mean, Trump, there's the prayer. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. Well, in any event, let's go to some of our callers. And I'm going to keep Scott on with me to help me in case I get into trouble. Because sometimes I get into, I get into trouble. But there are, uh, uh, people are calling about, I'm going to take these calls. They call, they're calling about the, the shooter's grandmother. I'm interested in what they would like to know about that. So let's go to Jerry. And I think Jerry's in Texas. Yes, sir. Hi, Jerry. Uh, I just wanted to say, hi. Uh, uh, the, the grandma is still alive. She ain't died yet. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. She, they said she was in critical condition, but I haven't heard anything right. beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you made a made, when you said she passed away. But anyway, oh, did I say that too? Is that Chuck Schumer? If I did, uh, that was a mistake. I'm sorry, Jerry. That was a mistake. I I do know she's in critical condition, and I don't even know how serious the critical. You know how what sta- critical condition can mean a lot of things. Yeah, we don't know well, even here, but uh, yeah, uh, that Chuck Schumer today was uh, had said something about you know uh, Republicans ain't doing nothing about crime and everything, but yet they don't do nothing where you're at in Chicago, you know, with all the killings going on. They don't do anything about crime anywhere. Dallas, you know, and every, all over, you know, wherever they are, they don't arrest people. I mean, they don't enforce the gun laws. If they had enforced the gun laws. The guy in Bu- in Buffalo would either have been incarcerated uh, for the serious illness that he had, or he never would have gotten a gun because they'd have made a list of, of his problems. And in, in the case of Buffalo, the guy, uh, the situation was reported to the police and the medical authorities. This guy, as far as we know so far, uh, it was reported to people who... Their, their obligation to report is more ambiguous. I think they should. I think we have to... If we're going to change this, we're not going to change it with guns. We're going to change it with people's behavior. This is not about guns. The gun doesn't... The, the, the two rifles didn't get up and start shooting. A human being picked up those two rifles and decided to kill people. A, a, a demented human being. Now, if he didn't get a rifle... Maybe he would have gotten something else. Maybe you could say he wouldn't have killed as many, but he would have killed people. Maybe he would have killed more with a bomb. 
I mean, terrorists do a pretty darn good job without rifles, with bombs. It's just as easy to make a bomb, probably easier than making one of those ghost guns. You're dealing with, and when you say um, gun control, the liberals begin, you know, to continue their distortion of being unable to judge human behavior, unable to hold people accountable. That's why they're in favor of, of ba everybody out, everybody out of prison. I had 12,000 people in Rikers Island. They got 4,000 now. And you know what they're doing. They're out there setting record levels of crime under a law and order mayor. The, the, mayor, the mayor that Scott shows me and that big spike in, in uh, auto theft, there's a big spike in auto theft in New York. Mm -hmm. Our new law and order mayor has crime up 40% since he's in office. Uh, because they don't hold people accountable. Now, we've got a great, dramatic, hi hypocritical fact staring us in the face when that phony gets up and talks. He wants more gun control laws. His people don't enforce the current ones, like his people in New York and in Philadelphia, and that's why there are so many more guns around now. We used to take the guns out. They don't enforce the gun control laws. How many people have we seen now should have been reported that weren't? That means they're not enforcing the law. The way you make sure that's done is you prosecute the person who doesn't report, and then everybody takes it seriously. But they won't prosecute anybody. You're not going to do it through gun control. There are 300 million guns in America. The bad guys will be able to get guns no matter what laws you pass. So you've got to have a, a strategy like stop, question, and frisk, which Adams killed with his phony testimony. Go ask Ray Kelly or Greg Kelly about that. You know how many people have gotten killed because we don't have that? And I had it down in a way that it was approved constitutionally by Holder and Reno. All he has to do is dust that plan off and put it in effect, and the Justice Department can't go after him. Or they can, but they can try to contradict Holder. These people do not enforce the laws that exist. Now, we got one big headline dramatic example. One of the most notorious non-prosecuted violators of the gun control law is right next to Joe Biden. That phony is up there talking about new gun control laws, and for the last three years, his son has been guilty of violating the federal gun control laws. And seriously, 10-year felony. <laughs> March the 12th, I believe it was, 2018, he walked into the store, he bought a 38 revolver. As a question, have you ever been addicted? No. Three days earlier, he's seen smoking a crack pipe. In his book, he talks about using drugs during that period of time. There were 14 more pictures within that month of him using drugs. This guy wasn't a drug user. This guy was a degenerate, lifelong drug user. It's one thing to say, don't prosecute that if it's a guy who had a little marijuana cigarette or a little this or a little that. This guy was a massive drug user. When you look at the pictures, he liked to sit in closets filled with smoke. He drove while he was smoking marijuana. Well, not marijuana, crack. He drove an automobile. He could have killed people. This is exactly the guy the liberals like Schumer and Biden 
They say, well, they don't want drug addicts and criminals and mentally ill not to have guns. Well, what about Hunter Biden? I hate hypocrites. And hypocrites can't be leaders and they can have no moral suasion over people because people see right through Joe Biden. How did we find him? I knew him. I never knew he was such a bad man. Oh, sorry, but I watched that last night and I, I was sick to my stomach that we have a president like that taking advantage of those people and talking about more gun control laws when he's sitting there with one of the biggest and most ridiculous hypocritical situations, his son, who is exactly a person who should not be possessing a gun, violating 18 United States Code 922G3, 10-year federal felony, Joe. I know it's not like the 30 you should get for RICO, but the 10 years. Then maybe we could talk about the 30 million you got from China and the shakedown in Ukraine and... Let's go to, um, let's go to Chris, who is in Canada, I believe. That's right. Uh, thanks for taking my call, uh, Rudy. And I just want to say hello to Scott as well. Hi, Chris. Um, How are you, Chris? I What's a, a question, what, what? Uh, question for you, Scott. Um, <laughs> On a day like today. Where we're talking about something like that, you want to, you want to talk about that kind of nonsense, huh? I'm not even going to dignify it with an explanation. Wonderful person, wonderful relationship. The facts you have completely are screwed up, but I'm not going to correct them. So let's go to um, let's go to Eric. Rudy, how are you? Eric, I'm good. I'm fine, Eric. Yeah, um, you know, long story short, I'm a security expert and a former law enforcement officer, and I just wanted to go over a few ideas I have for making schools safer. Please. Uh, first of all, all the adults in the school should be armed, but they need to be trained properly. Also, all teachers should be replaced by active-duty police officers. The school itself should be a military barracks, and tactical units should be the heating vents ready to deploy at any time. Also, the kids every should school you want wait 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 wait, wait wait should be cops. They should be cuffed. But this has got to yeah. be like a this has got to be a crazy joke, right? No, I believe we're not taking this seriously well, enough. I, I think we're going to cut you off. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. You, you, you want to cuff kids in school? I think he said that, didn't he? I, I don't think I've ever cut anybody off before. But I, I don't know. It's too, it's too serious a day to have somebody right. saying only police officers should teach and you should cuff the kids in school. And Look, I don't think you're going to find a guy – I worked really hard to put cops in every classroom in, in every school in New York City when I became mayor with tremendous resistance from the teachers union and the board of education and I and I accomplished it and I brought crime down and people weren't afraid to send their kids to school when I was the mayor 
I'm, you, you, you want to support putting cops in schools? Man, I've been favored that in a million years. Not so sure about teachers having guns, because I don't know if they're going to not. Teachers are teachers. Cops are cops. Let's let the professionals have the guns. I mean, if teacher wants to have a gun for their own protection, fine. God bless you. Your Second Amendment guarantees you that. But I think the protection for the children should come from the law enforcement professionals. And it shouldn't be some school board group of uh, private, you know, should be the greatest police department in the world. The New York City Police Department. And then every parent in New York could feel very, very safe. You should feel when you send your child to school that we, the government, I'm not the government, but that the government who now has partial custody of your child is going to make every effort to keep that child alive the way I would for my own. I fought tremendous battle. I mean, people were really against it, having uh, police in schools. But like Janine, Judge Janine, I believe that's the answer. Look, I'm also willing to listen to teachers having guns. In other parts of America, maybe it works better because they're more familiar with guns, like in Texas or whatever. In New York, you know, <laughs> I'm afraid that people like poor Plexico Burroughs are going to shoot themselves or something. So, yeah, but let's keep talking about solutions. But don't say stupid things like that, please. I don't know. We, uh, maybe you were joking around. Maybe. <sighs> Jacqueline. Good Jacqueline? Mr. Mayor. Yes, good afternoon. How are you, Jacqueline? I'm doing okay, and good afternoon to you as well, Scott. Uh, this Thank is you. a serious call, not like those last two idiots. Yeah, um, I know. If you, if you would, Mr. Mayor, because I was really frustrated when I was listening to some of the shows last night. Uh, in the city of New York, at least in Brooklyn, because that's where I live, uh, and I would imagine that this is true throughout the five boroughs. Thank God. These types of things don't occur in the city of New York. On our uh, public school buildings, there are gates on the windows, so no one can break in through the windows, no one can shoot out the windows and get into the school. And the only way that an individual can enter a school, a city school building is through the main entrance where there are guards. They, I don't know if there are, any of them are armed, but there are security guards. Yes, no, no, they have their own security force. That was the compromise that we made. Uh, I, pr I, I prefer... I think you can have those security guards, but there should be the backup of at least one or two armed police officers. At least that's my view. But in any event, you are correct. The only thing is, and this, this is probably superstition, my dear, it, it could happen. Uh, we do do a better job of securing school, schools than most places. And most cities and states could learn something from us. We don't do a perfect job. And we've become lax to a very large extent of what we used to do. Uh, when I say lax, I do not mean under Kelly and Bloomberg. You know where I mean, under Dodo Head. And now uh, Mr. Make-Believe, who says he's going to do things and does it, and crime is spiking. Uh, but even, even with that, en enough of that's been left behind. But a lot more has to be done than that. This is a big job, and, uh, and, and uh, a lot of money has to be put into it. And, and I think that, and I think it's worth it, because um, this is the most precious thing we have, our children, both personally, as as parents, and then as a nation. That's our future. I always say, you know, when people would say, uh, I'm in favor of choice in education. I think everybody should. I think every parent should be able to pick the school they want their kid to go to. I trust parents to pick the schools, not the bureaucrats. Much better.
And because I, I, and when I tell this to parents that have, you know, or have, have good school systems, they say, well, I, I, don't need, I don't need it. You in America have to worry about all the kids, not just your own, because your kid is going to grow up with all the kids. And if those kids are deficient, America is going to be deficient. And your kid's not going to have the opportunities you have. So let's start thinking for all the kids. Let's stop getting pushed around by the Communist Teachers Union. When I come back, we'll still have Scott with us because it's going to involve the mayor's final word. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with um, the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. You know, that's the organization that takes care of our men and women in uniform who lose their lives, lose their bodies and their ability to function independently, need special homes made for them, or their families need help with mortgages for the for, 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 the, uh, for, for the home so the children can remain uh, stable and be educated. Give them $11 a month right now. Just go do it right this minute. So I want to keep Chris here because I am starting, uh, I'm starting something uh, both here and, and with my podcast, and it's going to be to um, uh, ferret out and list all of the uh, traitors to the Republican Party, those who will uh, leave us um, the way we were, let's say, um, when President Trump first came into office and we had the House of Representatives and uh, Speaker Ryan blocked everything that um, would have been helpful to the America First movement. What he really blocked that I resent are the subpoenas that would have been sent out by people like uh, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and uh, uh, so many others. Um, that would have revealed the completely uh, dastardly uh, phony plot. Because at that point, the FBI already knew it was false. Now, I am surprised that the speaker didn't know that. He would be privy to that information, that both the FBI had found Russian collusion to be a complete hoax and the CIA had come to that same conclusion. (laughs) I mean, uh, Clapper told it directly to Adam Schiff, who went on online for, for three years. So we, we have to get rid of these people. We got to get rid of, we are rid of, I hope, Cheney and, uh, and uh, her, her friend uh, there, Kissinger. Uh, he, the, 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 he's not running, she's gonna get destroyed. But we got a lot of them, and I, you know, yet, last night I did a comparison of the Republicans, because I figure these are super rhinos. The Republicans who voted for the January 6th, completely illegitimate continuation of the torture of Trump. January 6th is like just a, 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 almost a linear progression from uh, the Russian collusion hoax, the censoring of the hard drive. So now let's stop him from being president. We, we, we couldn't stop him the first time. We couldn't unseat him with a coup, really. And now let's see if we can stop him with this phony committee, which is completely illegitimate and made up of people who have already made up their minds, made up of people who have already been involved in a frame-up. Any Republican voting for that is not a Republican. You shouldn't vote for 
They should join some other political party, particularly if they voted for that, and they also voted for the recession-creating so-called infrastructure bill that's for not buildings, it's for human infrastructure, like playing basketball. Scott, uh, and the guy you're running against is, an, is a uh, clear never-Trumper. That's right. Uh, does not espouse uh, uh, first, uh, first um, America first policies. That's right. And you're in this because you believe in something. Yeah. Now tell us what it is. I believe in the American dream, and I believe in bringing back American exceptionalism and, and being proud in this country, being proud of this country again, you know, and securing our borders and, and taking care of ourselves and bringing production and manufacturing back here so that we're not relying on the world like we are right now. Yeah, I mean, it, isn't it ridiculous that we're, we're saying, uh, oh, gosh, it would cost a lot of money to put policemen in the in the uh, uh, put policemen in the, in the classrooms and look, look at all the money we gave away in the last three years. Right. And we're giving away now. I mean, we've given, I count up about uh, six trillion extra spending, uh, which is I mean, it's so stupid about Biden saying that, you know, Putin is causing inflation. His own party warned him. Summers warned him. If you spend this much money, this is like three major expenditures ago. If you spend this much money, you're going to have inflation. And if you really go crazy, you're going to have recession. And we're headed for both now. I mean, we're 8%. It's the highest inflation we've had in 40 years. And it's caused completely by him. And they've got like an endless number of people they deflect. It used to be Trump originally. Trump was responsible for everything. Now Putin is responsible. I mean, I'm, pretty soon Putin's going to be responsible for, you know, the guns and uh, the, the gun crime. So how does it look? It looks great. It looks great. So, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough contest, but we're, we are earning every vote one at a time. And, you know, you, you mentioned earlier about donating to my campaign. Yeah, please. Yeah, let, let's get and, that out. You know, my website is casperforcongress.com. It's casper, K-A-S-P-A-R, for congress.com. And you just get on there. You can contribute. You can be part of making sure we have a Republican Party that believes in something and gets something done and saves this republic because it needs to be saved from the fascists who are presently running it. This is Rudy Giuliani. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, just say, thank God I'm in America. God bless America. <laughs>